0: I put myself out there for this person deeply like I gave this girl a place to live knowing that if if the people where I live found out that I would be expelled and homeless so like yeah I put a lot on the line and then for her to turn around and just like rob me yeah that's I think that's whenever I had like my grand
1: shift hello everyone welcome back to talk notes this is Khaled today I'm having another guest on my podcast I'm so excited to introduce you to this amazing soul. She's amazing. I can't tell. I don't know what to say. Uh, I met her three or four months ago and when we sat the first time, I just feel like we connected. Like This is that person where when you sit down and you just connect, every word kind of, you know, connect in a way. I just don't, okay, I'll just let her introduce herself and then tell you more about herself so here next to me I have Tawny had to
0: (laughs) seize the moment yes oh hi
1: guys
0: (laughs) I'm Tawny I am from Kentucky in the United States and when khaled said we connected whenever we first met our souls truly
1: connected oh my god
0: they did you're a phenomenal person and i don't know Amazing. if people tell you this enough but you are seriously one of oh a kind my god. you are and this universe is beyond blessed that you walk in it and that you're doing things like this like this yeah. podcast and like yeah. talking to people and you know mm-hmm. just providing with people the opportunity to kind of live through you yeah and experience things through you like we come from completely different parts different. of the world mm-hmm. and our souls connected like nothing else
1: yeah for sure i can't even add to what you say like it means a lot thank you so much but i have to tell you you're so amazing too Thanks. everything that defines me i kind of saw it through you as well and it means a lot When I just see that. Mm. So we'll just start right now. (laughs) We'll start the podcast. And um, let's talk about when we first met. And uh, through what we talked about. Like you were. Even right now. We're just talking about. You know. About self-awareness. And how to forgive yourself more Mm -hmm. actually. It was more about forgiving yourself. And I like that. I like that topic because. It's something that I'm going through, and I'm sure you 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 have a story for us. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Many. Yeah, you have a you have quite some stories, and I'm <laughs> so excited for people to listen to this. But then, just tell us about that. How? Tell us more about that.
0: Well, I think forgiveness—not just for yourself mm-hmm. or like forgiving yourself, but forgiving other people—is yeah. very important. Forgiveness in any type of situation is not for the other person or for the person that wronged you. Even if it was yourself, forgiveness is always for the person wronged. Yeah. So, like, we all go through issues in our lives where yeah. we feel like it's we've done something, we've made a decision mm-hmm. that really hinders our own personal growth. Yeah. Like, just to be in a state Where we're proud of what we've done And where we've gotten to Mm -hmm. And you know, we're human So we make mistakes So being able to forgive yourself And live comfortably With all of the decisions you've you've ever made made Mm -hmm. And that you do make Regardless of if they're good decisions Or bad decisions Who gets to judge Mm -hmm. If those decisions are good or bad It's only yourself
1: Mm -hmm. That's so true I, I like what you just said right now And thanks for just opening up like that, and just saying it the way it is. I resonate with that a lot, and you know it. So here's the thing, here's here's how I feel about that. You know, it's been clear to me that, you know, in our lives, we just have, maybe, for example, let me say A and B, and then you just have to choose, because whether you choose A or B, you're still gonna be judged, and, It's very strong and it's very powerful that we forgive ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this podcast is going to be more about, you know, forgiving ourselves and the decisions that we take and, you know, more about that especially. Mm -hmm. I like that topic. I think (laughs)
0: also, like, there's a lot of freedom that comes with forgiveness. Like, Mm -hmm. I think forgiveness and freedom are kind of synonymous with each other. Yeah. Because... Like once you're able to forgive and you experience forgiveness Mm -hmm. and not just forgiving yourself, because that is very important, but forgiving others, you gain a sense of freedom and you gain just a power within yourself.
1: And confidence as well, Mm -hmm. which is very phenomenal. And I think that is everyone's wish to be out there and win. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to perform well, even in your job. With your family, with your friends, if you're not okay with yourself in that aspect.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: There is one thing that we always came back to when we're talking, and that is, you know, people pleasing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I remember we were talking about this just a moment ago, and I was telling you that I had that problem myself, and as <laughs> as um, it's. I don't know how this is, it's just connection to the to another level. And I want to ask you, when did you see, when did you start realizing that you were pleasing other people, you were not giving I've yourself always, time?
0: I've always been like that, mm-hmm. like in childhood in my teenage years even in adulthood even today I'm still like that to an extent but where I am today and how I carry myself and present myself and understand you know being someone who does like to please other people and make them happy I don't do it in a way that is going to negatively impact my life now but in the past like I would have given people the My last dime that showed off my back, I would have stretched myself so thin that I wasn't able to, you know, prepare for my classes, do things that I was supposed to. And then also like because of like the dynamic of my family growing up, I used to put my mom on such a huge pedestal Mm. and like I never wanted to do anything that would possibly disappoint her.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I felt like I was her last chance to, quote-unquote, get it right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I, all of my issues stem from that. It took a lot of self-awareness and yeah. self-realizations like realizations to understand that. And so after I did and after I realized that I can never be Mm -hmm. perfect and who i truly am Mm -hmm. would be a disappointment to my mom Mm -hmm. because of the ideologies that she holds and because i love myself and i know that i'm great yeah i'm no longer constrained like held back by my fears of displeasing her which flowed over to me Mm -hmm. really like just spreading myself so thin Doing anything and everything Anybody asks me to do Like never saying no Giving yeah. like away my time My money My energy To people who really would know If When I have been dirt would broke
1: Would not reciprocate Or even
0: yeah, yeah like at my lowest lows These people turned away
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I gave them everything. So now I do realize that mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be a people pleaser, and that's not a negative attribute to have. Yeah. It's because you're caring and compassionate, and yeah.
1: empathetic. Empathetic. They call it, we. Uh, one time, someone told me you're actually an empath.
0: Yeah, and I've I would been, say you are an empath. I'm yeah, an empath.
1: and uh, it's it's a new thing that I've been trying to deal with, and I'm trying to learn how to you know understand it more Mm -hmm. and i think it's really amazing that we're talking about this right now to kind of you know unpack what it is this empath has you know yeah (laughs)
0: yes being an empath is very like it's a good thing and it's a good thing for like the world but it's mm-hmm. also a bad thing because Sometimes. it's really hard for ourselves like it's hard to understand if the emotions you're feeling are yours or if they're someone else's yeah. if the baggage you're carrying is your own baggage or if it's somebody else's mm-hmm. like it's really hard to know what your own problems are and what the problems you've accumulated from everyone you care everyone. about everyone
1: it's like a whole package you carrying under i mean on your head
0: mm-hmm. from everyone yeah,
1: from everyone <laughs> well that is so true I feel like it's really amazing that we are talking about these issues how amazing is this I agree yeah so um will you allow me to ask you when was that time when you felt like this experience just made me to change and I realized that that one point one point of time where you saw this person changed me changed the way i perceived myself i gave too much and um, this happened are you are you okay with sharing yeah i'm an open yeah. book you
0: can ask me anything yes. yeah <laughs> can you
1: share with us
0: honestly like you asking me that it makes me kind of like really think and realize um i would say in adulthood like mm-hmm. i'm 22 right now and yeah. i'd say it was after my I'm gonna use air quotes. Friends <laughs> right. robbed me. Oh. And me realizing that if I had
1: in college. Yeah. Your roommates.
0: Yeah, well my friends, not my my roommates did take all of my stuff <laughs> but once then, but like, I had a out a friend that I didn't live with who robbed me of like my rent money. What? We're not friends anymore, obviously. But, yeah. Like, this girl who knew if she would have asked me for any money and I well, had it, yeah. I would have given it to her. I would have helped her with anything. I did. I gave her a place to stay while when she was homeless. Like, you know, I I put myself out there for this person deeply. Like, I gave this girl a place to live knowing that if, if mm-hmm. the people where I live found out that I would be expelled and homeless. So, like... Yeah, I put a lot on the line, and then for her to turn around and just, like, rob me. Yeah, that's. I think that's whenever I had, like, my grand shift, Mm -hmm. at least to, like, I would have rather secluded myself and alienated myself from other people Mm -hmm. so that I couldn't be taken advantage of, or I couldn't just spread myself too thin or be overly kind to people that Mm -hmm. weren't deserving of it,
1: Yeah.
0: to just being able to say no if I do this for you it's going to hurt me in the long run Mm -hmm. or no you fucked me over and I'm just not going to allow you to know that this is this is you know treatment that I'm going to accept Mm -hmm. because I won't and after accepting it for too long
1: you decided yeah
0: I'd say I was probably like Nineteen twenty.
1: Mhm. How crazy all these experiences they teach us. I mean, we're just talking that experiences are really amazing. They teach us, but then sometimes they're not really fun. But oh, no! Then of
0: course they're not. But those are really the best not lessons. They're
1: really not fun. But those are yeah, exactly. They are the best lessons. Yeah, Tani, how would you describe your uh, your relationship with friends right now? Since you've been through that experience, and I feel like. It can it can gives you it can give you that sense of not trusting anymore your friends but I'm curious to you know how do you how do you how do you move on to that whole um, experience
0: yeah well it showed me who my real friends were, were. and mm-hmm. it showed me qualities that I look for in a person yeah and just really like Because I didn't have any friends growing up. Mm -hmm. And then once I got to college, I made a few friends. And, you know, I'm a creature of habit. So, like, I made these friends and I really stuck to them. Because to me, being a good friend Mm -hmm. is something that I hold in such high importance. Like, I'm a phenomenal friend. I do anything for my friends. That's
1: all impact. If you look at it, impacts are amazing friends. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe that because you've been so amazing to me. You just always... Empower me and then that's how you are like you're just an amazing person. Thank you. Yeah
0: Um, I do take that I do take that very very seriously, like mm-hmm. I I'm a very loyal and respectful person. And although you know, the golden rule is treat others how you want to be treated, treated. yeah, tre- people are going to treat you the way they want to treat you, regardless of how you treat them.
1: That's the sad truth.
0: And so, as long as I treat other people in a way that if I was to drop dead at any second, mm-hmm. I'm happy with. Yeah, no, I'm not distrusting. I'm actually, I'm a very trusting person. And Mm -hmm. I see the, I look at the best in everyone, regardless of if it's a lie or not. Like, at least that's what I'm being presented. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, I get taken advantage of, or if I get showed that, like, if I get, if they do something that shows their true sides and their true colors, and I look like a fool, well, I don't look like a fool. Because at the end of the day, I was just kind. Mm -hmm. And it's like
1: you have a, you're just okay with your choices Exactly. in a way.
0: Yes, because I had forgiven myself mm-hmm. for allowing myself to be treated poorly for a long time. Mm-hmm. So then I became completely able to just accept that people will treat you poorly because it's human nature. Human nature is filled with evil tendencies, and that's okay. Yeah. You learn from those experiences You're, with those people. And you learn. Exactly. I have the same friends now back home. Mm-hmm. I have I'd say probably like four really close friends. And yeah. they're not friends, they're family.
1: I that's so interesting. Uh, for you to say that. I always ask this question. Do you feel like um, friends are becoming family It's so interesting to see just For you to say that Because I had this period Where I would I would not trust mm-hmm. I was a loner as well mm-hmm. When I was growing up And then I think that I used not to have friends Close friends I would just feel like I'm just gonna be Betrayed Right At the end of the day So what's 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 what what's why Yeah what's the point of doing that mm-hmm. So I could just be there for them and not just...
0: Not allow them to be there for you yeah. or even to try or, you know, open yourself up to them so yeah. that they have the ability to betray you. Yeah, yeah I but understand. then
1: now it's so, it's so different. Mm-hmm. I am seeing a complete, I don't know, maybe it's because of uh, growing up and and seeing things clear, clear uh, where I am right mm-hmm. now because... Right now, I live by myself. I'm not with my parents, and I have, I have the the ability to do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. it's like I am myself, and I'm becoming myself, and I'm mm-hmm. growing for myself, and in inside, inside and out, I'm growing, and I think I'm just developing this part of my, of, this part of me, where I feel comfortable, and and I'm learning to trust people Mm -hmm. yeah I would say yeah
0: well that's good I think that's a really good thing to go through plus I think you know being away from your family especially like if that's why I say my friends are my family is because I am more myself with my friends than I am my family because my family is not Accepting or open to the ideologies that I have for myself mm-hmm. and just the lens that I choose to look at life through. And that's okay, but it really limits how I'm able to walk through life in front of them. And that's why, like, having really good friends who do love you unconditionally, no matter how weird or quirky or different you Mm -hmm. are, is very important. And and that's why those types of friendships and those friends, they become more like a family to you as opposed to just like acquaintances. Yeah,
1: that is so true. I I do believe in that. Right now, my friends are amazing. And you are amazing. I keep saying that.
0: (laughs) I think you're so
1: amazing too. (laughs) So, um, you were you were mentioning about your childhood. Can you describe or give us an idea of how that was you growing up? Why do you think you were lonely? Because I feel like there is something always that defines that. When I say that I'm lonely, that I was a loner when I was growing up, I mostly mean that it, it's it's just because there is a there is something to it. There is there is a story behind it right what is your story behind that
0: um well like whenever i was small small um i you know i come from a family where my mom was in an abusive relationship with my dad yeah and my dad was a drug addict and an alcoholic and so he liked to beat us like ragdolls and that was his fun time and Mm -hmm. nobody's going to invite or ha- allow you to invite friends over oh, wow. whenever there's back. drugs and alcohol everywhere and you know you never know if you're going to get beat with a paddle, mm-hmm. a belt or a curtain rod. Oh. And so then even after my mom divorced my dad, um we just weren't allowed to do stuff like I wasn't I couldn't afford to, you know, do the sports teams and stuff or any extracurricular activities. Yeah,
1: you would wish you would do.
0: Yeah, because, like, it, my mom worked three jobs. There was three of us, like my sisters and I. And so with my mom trying to make sure that we had a roof over our head and food on our tables. Like, there was nothing extra to go towards anything else. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. But my aunt was my best friend growing up. Mm-hmm. All through childhood, from the time that she beat my dad with a broom and got us away Aww. to when I was 19 years old and she passed yes. away, she was my best friend. I would spend weekends with her. Like, you know, some kids, especially in the U.S., like, they would go over to their friends' houses for slumber parties. Yeah, and I never have- did that. No, I never could, and so I would go over to my aunt's house and have slumber parties, mm-hmm. or I would go to my grandma's house.
1: Yeah, so that I I understand that, you know, when you were growing up, you would not do the things that other kids were doing, and that made you feel like different in a way, because you were not like those other kids. You well, would and do I different, was poor. i yeah. was
0: Different.
1: Yeah, you were kind of, you know. It, it kind of explains why you got that, you being quieter or loner in a way. It yes, kinda my explains, love for yeah.
0: solitude. So,
1: what did you, what was your hobby back then? What would you, what What was Tani doing at that time to make herself feel good?
0: I always played outside. Mm, by yourself? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so like I did have two older sisters, but... Because of the childhoods that we all individually lived, like, my sisters never actually liked me. I always felt like I was an only child. My oldest sister, she was 13 years older than me and got married when I was five. Oh. So she was out of the house by the time I'm, like, really cognitively functioning and then my other sister she literally hated me absolutely hated me refused to play with me everything i used to beg my mom to adopt another child so i could have someone to play play with with. and so like that after that like after going through all of that i always just played by myself yeah i used to make i used to love to play in dirt like Mm. just in the grass and stuff yeah that's why i'm such an outdoorsy person person yeah and i love that i live on a farm
1: mm-hmm. yeah tell us about that <laughs> you told me about that like how does it feel to live in kentucky um,
0: honestly it's not great. well okay so being in nairobi mm-hmm. this is more urbanized and populated than where i live really yeah, like the mall in my hometown has four stores. That's it. Yeah, and they're not even the good stores. We have JCPenney's and that's about it. <laughs> I know you don't know what that is, but... Yeah, we have four stores. And then a lot of cornfields, mm-hmm. soybean fields, a lot of cows.
1: Yeah, you know how to milk a cow.
0: I do know how to milk a cow. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I like milk. <laughs> <laughs> I hate milk, isn't it? I Oh, it.
1: Just because maybe you grew up with it? I mean...
0: And it just tastes gross. Like it's just a weird.
1: I mean, I like
0: milk. I don't know why. Well, it's. I guess it's. I'm glad. Wait, that you, you
1: don't can... take milk at all.
0: I take it in my mashed potatoes, uh, in my macaroni and cheese, in my coffee.
1: So yeah, as long as it's. it's not by it's, itself. Yeah, by itself.
0: I don't drink it by itself. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? I get it. I well, do not.
1: I'm a. I'm a very big fan of milk, and no one can tell me. Otherwise. And it's but so I...
0: different here. Like coming here yeah. and seeing how like milk is. Cared like how they handle milk. I've never bought milk in a bag before I came here.
1: Wow! Yeah. Did you taste? Did you ever taste the milk here? Did you like it, or it's just still the same thing?
0: I did try it. No, I did not like it. But it came uh, from a bag, so yeah, <laughs> it I mean, tasted like it's the just, bag. Maybe
1: it's just because like you grew up seeing milk and like having milk. It's that part.
0: Yeah. Oh, like- you want to know a fun fact about how we're able to drink milk past infancy? Mm. Because our bodies, naturally, were not supposed to be able to consume milk. Because it's meant for children, for during infancy, and yeah. to, for, to give yourself the nutrients. We're they...
1: not meant to take milk uh-uh. after. Uh-uh.
0: No. Oh, and my God, anthropology, that's... like, anthropologists had to study. Because you're so not... So what happens? You get the lactase gene put in your body through because whenever there was a lot of famines and stuff going on around the world pastoralism took place and mm. so a lot more people were starting farms and like starting to rely on the consumption of milk to sustain their diet so that people literally didn't starve to death i, I mean it's okay yeah. to each their own uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right that's so interesting well Tony you have a lot of interests, right? I do. Can you tell us uh, one of your interests? Um. And it's not. I'm. I'm gonna say this clearly. It's not something controversial, but she's. she She has a way of explaining it, that it's like something that we need, in order to not like use it. In a bad way, yeah, yeah. But then use it as a way to cure yourself, like, yeah, like as a it's medicine.
0: A, it's gate openers. Yeah. Okay. So. That is one of my most favorite (laughs) topics of interest. And it's not because I'm some, like, super big (laughs) druggie. But because of, like, my foundation as a human being coming from a drug addict and an alcoholic and also seeing that run rampant in my family. And then also my aunt, who was my best friend, she had her own drug and alcohol rehabilitation center. Center. Uh And so I could see the relationship with people and i put air quotes around this drugs because the drugs that are illegal around the world are actually plants that are completely natural and it's the government and the pharmaceutical industries that want control you know i obviously am a huge advocate for marijuana and i understand on all spectrums what benefits it has for people as far as economically to health wise yeah And, you know, we're born with cannabinoid receptors inside of our bodies. So, if you consume CBD, which is primarily, which is found in marijuana, but it's also found Mm -hmm. in the hemp plant. Mm. Yeah. CBD is, um, so marijuana has THC and it has CBD. And those are the enzymes inside, inside. of the uh-huh And inside, like, those are just the, ins- the components that are. also affect your body. So with hemp, that's the male plant of the marijuana plants or, like, the, the cannabis plants. Yeah. And it's more used for industrial uses, like, you know, they used to make rope. You mm. can make paper out of and it. And that is, that is? That one's...
1: Is hemp
0: it's more rough looking it doesn't look exactly the same as like marijuana does Mm -hmm. but marijuana i say heals your mind cbd heals your body and because these are not medicines technically you can't say they heal you but they really make your body want to heal itself and that's like what i believe is so magical about it
1: i think uh i don't know what it can heal but what can it heal what do you
0: Um, okay, so, uh, it's been shown. Alzheimer's? Well, it can delay Alzheimer's, but more or less it makes you arthritis. Mm -hmm. Um, it helps with arthritis. It helps with fibromyalgia, which is whenever your nerve endings start basically blowing up. And it causes people a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, it can be used for pain management, anxiety, depression, uh, Bipolar disorder, pretty much all of the psychological disorders it can be used for. Um, It helps with narcolepsy, epilepsy, cancer, Mm. curing cancer. Because what happens is if you consume enough cannabinoids... Your white blood cells or, like, your cells are going to want to kill off the bad cells mm-hmm. but not kill the good ones, too. Okay. So it's going to automatically turn your body's defense on and make it want to rid your body of any of the toxins and any of the, the bad seeds that are planted mm-hmm. inside of you. That's why even scientists are starting to, like, not yeah, withhold accept- their evidence that marijuana... And hemp and pot and all of that, it cures cancer.
1: It does. I mean, if you look at it on that side where you feel like it can be medicine, I think I kind of get why, you know, so many states in the U.S. are kind of, like, accepting it to be legal. Well, yeah, and
0: also it would be stupid for the government not to cash in on... Like, it's literally... Um, it's a cash crop. Mm-hmm. America, and especially, like, where I live, Kentucky, it's been known through history for tobacco as the cash crop. Mm-hmm. Well, people aren't smoking cigarettes anymore, but pretty much everyone smokes weed. Yeah. And so, like, they're getting billions of revenue from taxing marijuana. So it would have been st- it's stupid economically. Not to. Not to, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So would you advise someone who never... Maybe someone who doesn't even have... Uh, who's not sick enough, I would say, mm-hmm. to to want or to... To try. To try Yes, using. absolutely. Would you advise them to use it?
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the worst thing that's going to happen is you eat a lot of snacks and you pass out. Like, you sleep really good. <laughs> but I believe it has a way... I think everyone can use mentally what it can do for you. Mm. And so I think that... Yeah, I would tell everyone to try it at least once.
1: And then does that come with uh, a part where you are safe? Don't you abuse it. Don't abuse it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, you should never invite anything into your life that's going to have the possibility to have some type of negative impact on you. Like, you know, people will become stoners and... Then, you know, they feel this... They, like, fiend to smoke every day. They want to smoke Mm -hmm. at least every day. And, you know, financially, you have to be able to know that you can afford to smoke every day. And once you can't financially sustain your habit and it not take away from other important aspects of your life, I mean, I guess it's fine. Yeah.
1: Well, I think where the problem lies is, you know, the issue of now telling yourself, oh, I can take this... Without abusing, I can just ground myself and... It's self-discipline. Yeah, self-discipline.
0: You just have to do exactly that. Like, you have to have self-discipline. And, you know, self-discipline isn't something that you're born with. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that you have to Learn. instill within yourself. Yeah, yeah and, and if, you know, you know you have an addictive personality and you know that you have a hard time with moderation, mm. then... I wouldn't invite any substance into your life because whether it's Or anything legal, else
1: actually. Or anything else that is addictive, it's not yeah, it's but not only you
0: can get addicted to anything. Anything,
1: anything. It's just being self aware, I guess.
0: It is being self aware. <laughs> it all comes, it comes back, back to, to self awareness. <laughs> all right. It definitely does. And I mean there's a lot of misinformation about quote unquote drugs
1: within mm-hmm. the world. Like you know Especially marijuana, I guess. Marijuana
0: cocaine mm-hmm. comes from the coca leaf. And if it didn't have the additives put in to make it from the leafy substance and the gluey, pasty substance that you get from the leaves yeah. to the cocaine powder that people do today, it would be completely non addictive, non toxic, and non lethal. Uh-huh. It's used in medicine for local anesthetics. It was used in Coca Cola up wow. until like the 70s, and they really? found out, yeah. I didn't and, know. But even today, Coca Cola owns all of the legal coca leaf plants in south america
1: and uh, then no wonder
0: mm-hmm, uh let's see in the 80s was whenever oakland california became known as Copeland, and that's because the cia introduced coke to that area like they yeah. were bringing it in from nicaragua and oh. putting it on the streets and then put the color black on it all of our drugs in the U.S. and a lot of policies around the world take, um, I think they really look to the U.S. to form their policies mm-hmm. and just their ideologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah But that's true. whenever the U.S. started our war on drugs, it's not a war on drugs, it's a war on marijuana and minorities. Mm. Every single drug that's should be legal because it's grown from earth. Like, if God gave it to us yeah.
1: and God put it here... Mm-hmm.
0: How can anybody regulate access to it? It's just not right. It's That's like trying to regulate people's access to air. Yeah. Or water.
1: It's very interesting to know different aspects about drugs. But I wish we could, we could use another word. I feel like when we're saying because drugs... society
0: so says that yeah. the word drugs is dirty.
1: Yeah, I feel like...
0: Drugs you get on the street, but you also get them from your doctor. That's true. And so... You have to choose if you're going to look at the word drugs in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Cause honestly, I wouldn't call it anything that comes from the ground a drug. A
1: Drug, exactly.
0: If it's if anything, it's medication, and it's medication that needs to be used correctly mm-hmm. if it's going to be used at all. Mm-hmm. But I think if people were more aware and felt like knew the true facts and true information mm. about these natural drugs and then also about you know what they do to you what they can do for you and not just because people will go into using things because they just want to have fun they want to they want to escape life and you can never escape life there's no plant that's ever going to help you escape life
1: and i guess like even fix fixating yourself on the negative side it doesn't even help at all it's like putting much weight on that side of you know drugs, this is a bad thing, drugs. You, we're never going to see the, the real side of it, the medicine part of it, which is what you're telling us. Right. I mean, that's really interesting. Alright. Um, so, Tani, uh, what is next for you? What is um, next for you after this?
0: Well... I had some hiccups in the road, so I'm going to take next semester off. Uh-huh. Um, if I do take classes, I might take like one or two. But I'm going to get certified so I can teach English as a foreign language. And then as soon as I graduate, because I'm too close to my degree, I have to at least mm. get my bachelor's.
1: Now, Tani, we've talked for so many uh, not hours but minutes <laughs> i am so I, I i just i don't know what to say i we're getting close to the end of this podcast um what i wanted to say is that you're such an amazing person i thank you so much for everything you've told me and the advice believe me you've given me some advice that i feel like oh my god i need to go back and think and it actually makes sense when I sit down and to listen, listen to them. I think I think that everyone needs a tiny in their life now. Aww. Yeah. So, what is one thing you like to end uh, end with this podcast before we go? We get into quicky questions. We usually, have, before we get into quickie questions, we usually have um, questions. I ask you three or even more questions, like very quick questions. You have to say short words as an answer. What is one last word you'd like to say?
0: Um well, I want to thank you uh-huh. for one, one, for having me on your podcast, but Aww. also just for being yourself mm-hmm. and for you know the first time we met and when we went you taught me how to ride a bike You oh, helped teach me how, our first experience <laughs> yes, together. That was so cool. yeah. Our first day together uh, like uh, thank you for just being such a beautiful mm-hmm. kind and lightening soul like yeah. you are truly one of a kind mm-hmm. and if the world had more of you i truly mean this we would fear less Aww. about the the direction that our world is going in and societies are going in
1: Aww.
0: and you are so so talented and excuse the buses passing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that.
0: They're quite loud. <laughs> um, as for like the people listening, don't mm-hmm. believe everything that you're told. Mm-hmm. You know, question things. The greatest gift that we were given in life is the yes, ability to think about things. Even what we're seeing right now,
1: don't just take it in just like that. But then it is always good to question it and be like, add some of your
0: your own thoughts yeah, and ideologies. It. Yeah, it is always good. And also, be kind to one another. It's free to be a good person. Oh. It doesn't cost any money, and in the long run, you just feel so much better.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're getting into quippy questions. Are yes, you ready? Hit
0: me with some questions.
1: <laughs> so now, what is one advice you would give an impact who's listening right now?
0: Take time for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Say me no. Fine.
0: Me time is me time. The, is a an, an necessity. Do you, have, do
1: you have your own me time?
0: Yes, I, I have do. me time. And at home, it's usually in my car.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, and also, can you also agree that it is also good to kind of tailor it in a way that is, like, okay for you? Because sometimes it's not quite obvious how you're gonna get that time Mm -hmm. yeah like
0: say no Mm -hmm. you don't you don't owe anybody anything and although you might want to you know help others and please others you're you don't owe that to them you are not in debt to anybody so if you need if you're you can never pour from an empty glass and if you need time for yourself so that you can fill your spirit back up say no Take a, t- take a day for yourself. You're worth it.
1: Great advice. Second, what, uh, what could you tell your seven-year-old self?
0: That things will get worse, but you're going to be stronger mm-hmm. because of it.
1: Wow, that's really nice. I, it always comes back to empowering yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you have, this is a third question, do you have uh, an affirmation or a mantra that you tell yourself? The universe
0: Moses. provides. Mm-hmm.
1: The That's universe. pretty
0: much it. That's what I live by. The universe. universe oh, and C's get degrees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain that a little bit more?
0: Oh, C's get degrees?
1: C's get degrees.
0: Yeah, the letter C. If you get a C, you're average and you're going to get your degree. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I kind of thought it was C's. Oh, my God. I bad. <laughs> 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 like the C. <laughs> I oh, wish.
0: No, I don't live anywhere near a C. Uh, but yeah. The letter C. Get if I can Yes, if I can get so a be happy.
1: So that means like even not being the best can a, get it, you yeah. somewhere. So, you should be comfortable with what you are and what you have right now, even if it's not that big. Yeah,
0: and you don't have to... There's no such thing as perfect, so why stress yourself Mm -hmm. to try and achieve that? Like, especially for myself, I hate school. I think I just really hate school. I don't want to be in school Mm -hmm. and (laughs) having because i think it's a waste of money and it's a waste of time mm-hmm. everything that i have learned in school i've either had to teach myself or I've, i could have learned on the internet mm-hmm. and so it is, me spending thousands yeah. of dollars every semester to pay someone to not teach me
1: to teach yourself
0: exactly i think it's stupid but <laughs> this was what my mom wanted for me and so i will do it all right but because she's not paying for my education I don't have to stress myself like I did in middle school and high school where I had to have A's. No, C's get degrees.
1: Yeah, at least you're paying for it and you know what you're getting yourself into and be like, I'm paying for it. This is the end of the podcast. I would like to thank once more Tani for being on this podcast, for accepting this invitation. Thank
0: you for having me. Yeah,
1: like a very... Not prepared invitation, let's do this. Yes, and yeah. then we did it <laughs> like three minutes before All right. I think it's